Greater than I'm back to recap Jocelyn's Cabaret Las Vegas and once again let me remind all of the Jocelyn Hernandez fans, if you are watching Jocelyn's Cabaret Las Vegas you are in luck because I am recapping each episode this season but if you haven't started watching episode 8 yet, click off because this is the recap and it is full of spoilers. Now that we have gotten that out of the way, let's get to the recap of episode 8. Ready? Let's get started. Episode 8, What Did You Say? The episode starts in the morning with Jocelyn in her bedroom having a conversation with Ballistic Beats about the performance the night before. They feel it went so well she might set up residency in Las Vegas that could last a few years. Well if you do decide to set up residency Jocelyn, I would surely come all the way from Texas and catch a show. Would any of you go see the Puerto Rican princess in Las Vegas? Jocelyn says that there will be two more nights where the cabaret will be performing at the club. The goal was to have three shows to determine if there was even enough interest to have a residency. The first show was a major success. Jocelyn tells Ballistic that someone in the house messed up Amber's dress before the red carpet event but no one knows who did it. He thinks the girls are crazy, and so do we. Jocelyn says she needs to pick another girl to perform with the five she has already chosen, at the next show but she doesn't know who to choose. They only have three nights. They already had one, and the ladies seem more interested in fighting than making it to the cabaret. If you aren't picked to dance any of the nights, you are fired. Next. We see Kay Capri and Chanel Tso sitting outside with Amber sharing what happened at the performance the night before. She tells them that someone in the house messed up her red dress for the red carpet. Amber suspects it was Raven and Book Diamond. She says as soon as she gets confirmation she is beating them up. Kay Capri says she heard from Riri that there was an argument about splitting the money that was thrown at the club during the cabaret performance. Amber confirms that Lollipop had an issue. Kay Capri says when you dance as a group that everybody is supposed to split the money. At that moment Lollipop walks by, and Chanel calls her over. Kay Capri and Amber are annoyed and want to know why she would call her over. Chanel says she wants to give Lollipop an opportunity to state her side of the matter. Lollipop says her issue was they all were dancing so she was upset only Lexi Blow was given the money thrown. Lollipop says it's the principal and she really didn't want or need the money. Well Amber calls her out and says if Lollipop didn't need the money she would not have made a big deal about Lexi not splitting it with her. Mind you, Amber has a big wad of money stacked in her cleavage, so obviously Lexi split some of the money with her. Amber says that the grand opening was not the right time or place for Lollipop to bring up the issue. Chanel wants to know if Lollipop wants to dance again with the cabaret, because there are a lot of girls who would have loved to have been dancing in her spot, including her. Well Lollipop says if Chanel wants her position back she will have to get it back in blood. Next. We see Jordan and Lexi Blow standing outside talking about the performance the night before and they are hyped about it. Jordan says she even saved her pasties and is going to put them in a scrapbook to savor the moment forever. Lexi brings up the money that was thrown at the club. She says that while the ladies were performing someone else picked up the money and put it in a bag for the ladies. Ms. Wetwick comes over to ask how the performance went. Lexi says since Chanel was not picked to dance, she is now the cabaret captain but there is still room for a co-captain but someone will have to fight for the position. This is when we find out that Jordan had never been in a fight before. Nothing wrong with that Jordan, just don't be no punk. Because what makes me like Ms. Wetwick is, for someone who is obviously not a fighter she has done a good job of defending herself against being bullied. I don't fault women for not being fighters because I'm not one either. 
But, there is no reason why a grown woman should just sit there and allow someone to put hands on her and she not at least attempt to fight back. So, kudos to you Ms. Wet Wet for not being weak and that's more than I can say for some of these women, but we will get to that later on in this trifling recap, so just keep reading. Lexi tells Ms. Wet Wet it is her mouth that gets her into the fights. Ms. Wet Wet disagrees and says she minds her own business. This is when Lexi asks if she knows who tampered with Amber's dress. Ms. Wet Wet doesn't know who did it. Next. Henny, Riri, Raven and Book Diamond are outside playing put-put golf while Riri fills them in on the performance the night before. She also brings up that someone messed up Amber's red dress. Book Diamond says it got messed up because Amber's room is dirty not because anyone messed with it. Raven claims all Amber's clothes are already messed up and nobody has done anything to them in the house. Henny says the room is not dirty, and that Amber's lingerie also came up missing. She says her shorts are also missing and someone broke her glasses. Henny says she is not blaming anyone but asking if any of them knows who did any of the deeds. Well why did she say that? Because Bulk Diamond and Raven go off as if they were being accused and they didn't appreciate even being asked if they had anything to do with the shenanigans. An argument ensures, prompting Lollipop to wander over to check out what was going on, as they start screaming about not being the ones to go in anyone's room and mess with their stuff. Henny says they are lying, and because the argument involved her, Henny went to get Amber. When Amber comes over, she and Bulk Diamond and Raven get into a big argument full of insults, threats, yelling and screaming. Amber asks Bulk Diamond if her arm was better, and despite just playing golf, Bulk Diamond doesn't run up. Hmm, interesting. Now when it was Gaia Love, or Ms. Wet Wet, these women were quick to run up and fight. But all Raven and Book Diamond want to do now is scream and yell at Amber who calls them out to fight but they don't budge, of course. When Amber insults her breasts implants, Raven pulls up her top and shows her breasts that she says she paid $10,000 for. Underneath she has hideous scarring so I wish she would have put her top down, but she proudly keeps screaming and yelling with her breasts completely exposed. Don't get me wrong, Raven is a beautiful woman with a banging body but those breasts were botched, sorry. With her clothes on she looks good though, lol. So it's just a bunch of yelling about who has more money, who looks better and my head is starting to hurt. From the things being blurted out, Amber gets an inkling that Lollipop is running her mouth to Raven and Bulk Diamond and she calls her out for gossiping about her to them. Lollipop denies talking about Amber to them. Eventually Henny drags a pist of Amber away because the argument was going on forever otherwise. Next. Lexi Blow and Chanel Tso are outside talking and Lexi reveals she is disappointed Chanel did not make it to dance in the cabaret with her. Chanel starts to get emotional. She says she let things get to her and she lost her focus. I feel bad for Chanel. This competition is breaking her down and the way she is being treated makes me feel that it's not worth losing her self-worth to be in the cabaret. Poor Chanel. Chanel switches the conversation to what took place at the performance the night before and what took place in the locker room involving the money. Lexi gives us her side. She says she understands she was not entertaining as if she was stripping, she was dancing for the cabaret so when money was thrown, she walked away from it. She says backstage someone gave her the money because they say that it was thrown for her, so she put it in her bag only for Lollipop to have an issue with the money being given to her but didn't express it to her. She says if she did, she would have told her at the end of the night after the performance was over she was going to split it with all of them. So basically it was a misunderstanding. 
Lexi has a plan to help Chanel get her spot in the cabaret by them working on a routine together that they can present to Jocelyn so maybe Chanel can win favor back. Good plan, but will it work? Switch. Some of the girls are in the house getting their nails and their feet done by some nail technicians Jocelyn had over to treat the girls. Ah. A bit of pampering always gets a woman in a good mood, right? Wrong. Amber confronts Lollipop for being two-faced and being fake and talking about her. Of course they get into an argument. Kay Capri chimes in and calls Lollipop a flip-flopper. Sigh. Kay Capri, who pulled your chain? So now Kay Capri gets into a heated argument with Lollipop. Kay Capri is screaming at the top of her lungs but when Lollipop calls her out to fight, she of course won't bust a grape, and my head was throbbing from all her yelling. Rave tries to confront Amber and a heated argument ensues. When Raven asks Amber what she owns, Amber goes and gets her credit cards to prove she is bad about it. So what kind of cards did she pull out? A black card? No Amber is too much of a baller for that. She pulls out. Fingerhut, Victoria's Secrets, Credit One, First Premiere. Lol. I'm not mad at Amber. But I did crack up. Like her or love her, she kept it real. She does have credit cards, haha. Kay Capri starts screaming Amber's name in an effort to distract her from going back and forth with Raven. My head hurts y'all, but I'm trying to give you all this trifling recap, but I swear this is getting redundant. All this noise brings Jocelyn downstairs and she is pissed. She tells the nail technicians that they can take a break and she asks the ladies what the F is going on. Uh-oh. She tells Kay Capri that she is going to have an aneurysm if she keeps doing all that screaming, and we all know she is right. Plus it is aggravating to me that Kay Capri doesn't know how to conduct herself in a way that diffuses situations. It seems that all she knows is to bring drama and it's so annoying. Jocelyn calls Lollipop out for thinking she is better than the others. She says Lollipop even had the nerve to not speak to her that very morning. Lollipop says she did speak, but Jocelyn insists she was the only one who didn't. She asks Lollipop if she feels she looks better than Beyonce, Lollipop says she does. Record scratch. I bet Beyonce gets tired of people comparing themselves to her, lol. But back to the recap. Next Jocelyn confronts Book Diamond because she heard that she was saying she didn't need to be there. Jocelyn tells her that if that is how she feels she should let her know so she can focus on other girls. Amber wants to address cast members using the N-word despite not being black. Jocelyn wants to know who said the N-word, she accuses Jordan. Did you say the N-word? She asks her. The look on Jordan's face was priceless. No. She shakes her head emphatically. Turns out it was Book Diamond. She says that just how she talks. Amber says that is not cool because she isn't black. Book Diamond says she is going to keep saying it. Amber says that she better not say it again or she is beating her ass. She then dares Book Diamond to say it again, so a defiant Book Diamond immediately says the word again and gets beat down to the floor by Amber, immediately. And guess what? Raven just stood there and watched like everybody else despite jumping other girls in the house previously. Raven you bogus for that because Bulk Diamond got the brakes beat off her. Bulk Diamond calls Amber the N-word again and Amber gets so frustrated she walks outside and starts crying. Lexi follows her out to console her. Through her sobs, Amber says that if you not black you could never understand the racism she experienced in the strip club being a dark-skinned girl. K. 
Kay Capri says to Amber that Book Diamond says the word because she is Puerto Rican and she grew up saying the word. Well Book Diamond needs to understand that she always runs the risk of having her face bashed in for saying that word. Tho. Book Diamond, not all black people will give you a pass, so if you want to keep antagonizing people by saying such a hurtful word, you need to find better backup than Raven and Kay, Capri, because they just stood there while you were flailing around on the floor like an idiot getting punched. Jocelyn says even she tries not to use the N-word around her daughter. Jocelyn gets the girls to gather outside. She tells Amber and Book Diamond now that they got their licks and she doesn't want to hear a peep from them. She also expects all the girls that made it to the cabaret to dance, to stick up for each other. They all five agree. Tonight she is giving the other girls the opportunity to earn a spot to dance at the club with the five already picked. She says she is picking at least one other girl and she wants the girls to help her pick. She also tells the girls they need to start flossing their teeth and using better hygiene practices. Yuck. So now there will be another mini competition for a spot in the cabaret. Jocelyn wants them to put on their sexy outfits but she is only picking one girl. They scurry off, but first Jocelyn warns them, no more arguing for the rest of the day. The competition in the poll room. Up first. Chanel Tso. Jocelyn tells her she is proud of her for going first. I think Chanel did an awesome job. She really is a good dancer. Penny. She was okay, but Jocelyn complained about seeing hairs and bumps in her nether regions. So I guess that put her out of the running, lol. Book Diamond. She did okay, but nothing spectacular and I guess that's why she felt the need to show her booty hole? SMH. Ms. Wet Wet. She did her little swerve on the pole and her booty twerked, bless her heart, lol. Hey, Ms. Natural told us last season, little booties matter too, hee hee. Raven. Apparently Chanel forgot it was a competition and has been giving Raven pointers and it shows. Raven did very well. Hell I was even mesmerized and I'm not attracted to women, lol. Kate Capri. You know who showed out? Kate Capri. She did it all, headstands, pole work, splits, you name it she did it. She may be annoying, but the girl can dance, for real. All of the girls clap for each other, bravo ladies. Jocelyn is making the final decision with the help of the girls. She gives them a minute to think about it while she goes in the other room for a second to get a knife and a plate of her own so she can cut her green apple and snack while she decides. And then the BS starts. But when she comes back despite having her freshly cut apple in hand, now Jocelyn is pissed. Apparently Chanel has been gossiping to the person who does Jocelyn's makeup. Huh? After the performance last night, Chanel supposedly made a phone call to the makeup artist, but why? So Jocelyn lets Chanel she will not be winning this mini competition. Jocelyn wants to know why Chanel is running her mouth telling the artist what was said. How does the episode end? When Chanel goes to answer, Jocelyn calls her a BH and starts throwing things at Chanel, hitting her with objects in the face. This is a mess. So we can't wait for next week, can we? See y'all next episode, mwah. What are your thoughts? Follow this blog at whentheswomanspeaks.com. Facebook at whentheswomanspeaks. Instagram at whentheswomanspeaks. Tumblr at whentheswomanspeaks. Pinterest at whentheswomanspeaks. References Jocelyn's Cabaret Las Vegas, Seuss, TheZeusNetwork.com